three, two, one. Ooh. That, that, that's not doing it. All right. Ooh. Joseph. This is Coco Live and Undead. I am your host, Daniel Crozier, and I am joined by Chase and Samantha Dudley. You get squirted on. <laughs> uh, that's my best like, side. Yeah, it was like every angle. It was like. <laughs> I yeah. mentioned that it looked like you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, it certainly looks like a Barney video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it is uh, almost, you know, it's quite fuchsia, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Like a, a Barney home video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you guys are a little tired, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'm very dirty-minded. I, I have to tone it down, of course, in filmmaking, because you can't just talk to people like that and just bust out love. But it's really hard sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. in film terms, we use a lot of stuff that don't really sound right. And, of course, you have to be mature. But yeah. Oh, do I go home and laugh at it later? Nice. Yeah, you got to deliver it with a straight face, you know? Oh, yeah. My wife is the queen of straight face. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm in management mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you guys seem to wear a lot of hats, you know? So, you know, uh, Chase, yeah, you're the director. Samantha, you're the producer. Is that correct? I am the producer, AD, the business tax representative, the business everything representative. Yep, I'm the director, <laughs> producer, location scouting, casting director. Um, you, yeah, I mean, a lot of times you... Um, I'm your scheduler. Yeah, we're, we're, we do a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is in the indie world, it's... Um, I mean, you're working with such limited funds, it's right. impossible to pay people to do things and then um we we're a bit of a perfectionist and you know we like um if if it's not done in a matter of time we just do it ourselves <laughs> yeah okay no i i i totally understand that you know you're wearing uh, a, a number of hats to get things done yeah sometimes you just gotta you know put them on yeah yeah I, i've heard um actors being on set like on some really big budget films and mm -hmm. Like they have PAs just to hand them a drink. I'm like, wow, that's that's a life. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it right. I need I need a personal assistant. 
So, uh, hey, yeah, anybody out there, you know, uh, wanting to work with Samantha, she needs a personal assistant. Just a heads up. Just, uh, yeah. Hope you have a lot of patience. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say most people don't win that film. Right. I'll try to be patient. I promise. You're very specific. <laughs> I, Can you have me a chocolate chip cookie with the medium chocolate chip? <laughs> you know what you like. That's she pretty... is very particular. Yeah, very Yeah. <laughs> That's She's awesome. Like, so we should get our daughter to make uh, our her daughter our daughter to make a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Wait a minute, we had her together, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's daughter, like, can you make me a bowl of cereal? I only want this much milk in it. And it's, it's like <laughs> just a thimble of all. I don't like a lot of milk in my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, Chase, Samantha, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, your background, where you come from, and how you got into filmmaking. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, I felt like I was Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Ah. <laughs> uh, Ladies first. So, filmmaker. What are you trying to say? Oh, uh, thought you. Thought you... <laughs> wow. Okay, so Chase is going first. Um, I've always been obsessed with filmmaking, and it went back mm -hmm. to my childhood of growing up on horror movies and watching horror movies with my family. We um all just had one TV, and we all used to watch. Um, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Chucky, Jaws, yeah. a lot of those films. And I have always was obsessed with it. And they thought I was the crazy kid that probably needed to be checked out because I was just a little too obsessive. Um, and they are outside playing and I'm just practicing over my lines. And um, then when I was 15 years old, my parents got me a camcorder and I was always trying to get family members to die in my movies. Um, and then I wrote short stories at school and got called to the office. And I actually was expelled from a class because they thought I was going to kill everybody at school. <laughs> oh Although I just was just very passionate about um, storytelling because this was yeah. like the prime of Scream. I know what you did last summer. Nice. And I was super obsessed. Like I used to have the ghost face uh, costume. I used to wear it to school. Education. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was I was so obsessed. My parents was like even questioning me. Like, you sure you don't you didn't come from crazy town? No, I'm just kidding. I think because I mean I was very um, I was very outside uh, the norm mm -hmm. in my family. Um, yeah. I was really big in art. I was I was really weird. I wasn't always. Um, a very social kid. I was I was very socially awkward growing up because I'll, everything I do and did at the time was quoting movies and they were like, you watch too many movies. <laughs> so nobody wanted to hang out with me because I, I was that guy that just talked too much about movies. And like, Get a life, man. Uh, you want to come to this party and smoke cocaine? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go watch uh, Scream and have a good time. And, you know, uh, that was my, my version of fun. I was like the cable yeah. guy, but oh, nice. uh, <laughs> I really was. And I'll let Sam uh, explain how she got into the movie industry because she was giving me a look like wrap it up. No, <laughs> I'm not admiring your talk, actually. I was kidding, yeah. look, Blaine. All right. <laughs> so, nice. got more you want to say? Yeah, she got the Lois Lane vest, you see. 
She even, oh, got nice. the, she even got the collar and the cute glasses. I love the glasses. It's like a venting Anna. I hate my glasses. It's, isn't it like a venting Anna? The, uh, I'd imagine most people that wear glasses don't like their glasses, but, you know. Probably not. I, I know a lot of glasses. I love it because, to me, I was always attracted to the, to the, the smart nerd girl, like, you know. Yeah. I was always in. That was the kind of girls I was into. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What did you say? You married a nerd. I did. <laughs> well, I, I always think we're all collectively nerds here in this world. Women, I did. I did. I never was attracted to the the women that always pretended to be dumb on purpose. Um, I always like the girl who's who's smart and knows how to yeah like do do things. Yeah, which is Samantha here. Yeah, <laughs> Samantha yeah, she, can get shit done. Yeah, she's the handy woman. I, I'm the housewife and. <laughs> <laughs> Something's broken. The kids oh even, they God. just they just bypass me and they go to Sam. <laughs> nice. Yes, I do fix everything in the house. But moving on, I'll tell you how I got into the movie industry. Yeah. I'm not ashamed <laughs> of about me. I do not like limelight. But um anyway, <laughs> so I let him have all the fun. She's I only like it from you him. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> I, I can uh, imagine you get a lot done. She's shy and pal, but she loves the limelight. Oh, my God. <laughs> so right. I actually was a musician when I first started. Oh, cool. And I met Chase. I was a musician. I was an R&B singer. Wow. And um, I used to, uh, how I got into this was because of Chase, really, because I used he used to go out and film and do his thing and mm -hmm. I would get all his binders and everything together and cool. get all his stuff organized and um, I never even thought about going into the film industry until one day my husband called me and said that his assistant director or something got messed up the schedule and he said he asked me to fix it. And my first impression of that was, I'll see what I can do. Because yeah. <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing. Um, so um, I went on to his set and I looked at the paperwork, had no clue what a C number was or even a script. Um, <laughs> so um, I looked at it and organized it and apparently I did pretty good and yeah. he um from that point on I started helping him and then another reason why I started helping him is because um he had gotten screwed several times from people and people are just either not showing up or not showing up for their part yeah. or things oh, like that and so I started yeah. I started helping yeah. him with um contracts and legalities and um, then our attorney started helping me and I started drafting contracts and things and I've, he's been through a lot. People have stole, stolen money from him, not shown up to work. Um, just a lot over the years. Yeah. I've been doing it for almost 10 years, almost 10, 10 years now. I do all of his legal work. I coordinate with all of his legal team. I, that's a mosquito. Oh, no. sure I, I pretty much do everything to protect him. 
Wow. That's cool. It, it sounds like. I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to be distracted. There was a mosquito that bit me on my head, and I'm thinking, how did the mosquito get in? And I remember this night because um, it was really important to me and significant because he asked me when I was going to go back to music. And mm -hmm. I told him that I knew that he was going to be the star. Out of the two of us, he was going to be the star. And I told him that he's very talented at underselling yourself. And I told him that uh, <laughs> I told him that I was going to help him become a star mm -hmm. and then I'll go back to music or I'll try to do both. So mm -hmm. ever since then, um, I've just now started to pick up a little bit of music, but nice. um, right now I'm helping him. Yeah. Become the chase Dudley. Well, that's that's cool. It's it, it's great that you're so supportive. It sounds like you you entered into this kind of baptism by fire. I actually fell in love with it. I never thought I would. I, yes. you know, and for the longest, I stopped doing music because I was so in love with film and the organization yeah. of it, and just making sure that people are taken care of. Because I have heard so many stories from actors and crew members that they worked like 14 days and then found out that they didn't get paid. And I'm like, what? Ooh. Yeah. Um, I've heard stories like that. I've heard. Wow. Directors saying that, you know, um, their actors don't show up or they do a no call, no show or oh, things I like that. I always wonder what Just, was the plan? Like when you do that and don't pay somebody, like how, like, do, you how do you disappear? you're there on the set. Like, how do you disappear? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it, but it happened to several actors and actresses. Oof. And then, um, I've heard all kinds of stories, you know, yeah. um, then I've, we've been complimented by ours, but I mean, we're just now branching out to help others. So, okay. um, nice. so, so it sounds like you're, you're building a, a nice, uh, supportive, uh, you know, film community. Uh, trying to because trying to, it, yeah. um, a lot of because when I first started, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. We, I mean, I was very competitive, and I used to get so upset when people were accomplishing things that you know at the time I wasn't. And I think that's the young and dumb yeah. mentality. But like you know, like now, I I love seeing other people succeed and. And realizing that this is a community, and the more the independent films thrive, the better it is for every filmmaker. And it's it's we all can make it. And no, right. you know, like I feel like if we were all more supportive and helpful to um, other filmmakers, I mean, we would be we, we all would be winning. I mean, well, kind of needs to be a community based. Uh, yep. Yeah. Thing. So. I mean, without the support from one another, I just don't feel like we'll all succeed. But. Well, yeah, I mean, because I mean, like you know, James Cameron, he looked at Spielberg. each other. <laughs> no, I was I was admiring you, um, James Cameron and Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese. They all consult and help each other with their films to get their films right. made. And that's what people would need to realize: the the more other people try to sabotage somebody else. Yeah, it's only gonna hurt you because I mean it takes a village. No, I don't. It really don't, does. Yeah, because I, when I was in music, it was always the one person. I don't know if uh, it's always one person. I don't know. 
in the music industry. And that was one thing I really fell in love with filmmaking was it was like so many people who were involved in it. Yeah. And there's so many different jobs with music. I mean, heck, you can go to a studio and, you know, record your songs and it just be on your songs. And there's no other person other than the person who's sitting at the computer, you know, doing your voice. You can do right. it on your desk. Yeah. <laughs> or you can do it yourself, you know. And, but in film, there's so many jobs right. uh, that, you know, could really hire a lot of people you know so well, filmmaking you meet some very interesting people yeah interesting people and, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> some very interesting people well that and you know people there's screenwriters there's sound people there's sound mm -hmm. engineers then there's sound editors there's just so many different jobs and none of yeah. them are actors actors are the, the <laughs> most entertaining out of everybody yeah yeah i can, I can make movies off with this some experiences out of with some actors <laughs> And right. Yeah. There's there's so many different disciplines that that need to come together to coalesce and you know you know make this this piece of art. You know this. Yeah. Yeah. It, it becomes kind of this uh, living document of everybody's efforts. I I really want to make a movie off of our first experience of a film that never never got made, but it was just Wait, so so are much you talking drama. Talking about uh, Broad the, from Hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that that would be like a comedy like. The Big Short or okay. uh, Be Cool yeah. or Get Shorty. That yeah. would be a movie that would be very funny to to replica. Um, that was, uh, yeah. That, that was, was that was something. Quite something, interesting. Something else. Of I learned a lot from that one, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha, did you cut your teeth on, on that one then? <laughs> Do what? What do you say? Did you cut your teeth? Did cut I cut your teeth? teeth? Yeah, was that your 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 first real experience in, in helping your husband? No. So that was what my second. Second one. That was your first. I thought retribution was the first. No, we shot that before oh. retribution. Okay, well, I guess it was my first. I have a bad memory too. I, I have to write everything down. No, I I totally understand. So do I. I have to write everything down. You know, I have everything. I'm just short of getting tattoos. <laughs> my head is shaped like a cone because I have storage up there <laughs> i i can just i can i don't know like i can remember things like really um, right right that's, that's she, cool. she would know like she remembers weird stuff like she remember yeah. how she set something on her desk in the same angle it was in. it's called military training <laughs> oh you so you have like, military on my like desk i just moved this piece of paper and it moved one inch if, if you can see the is... dust right here i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> if I oh man or a car, i parked the car a certain kind of way or yeah i had my coffee a certain i don't know or my toothbrush was laid a certain way i don't know i just can remember yeah. if somebody moved it or used my stuff you can versus... tell something out of sorts <laughs> but I could lose my phone all day. I can, yeah, I can live without a phone. phone. Right. I can I mean, live have you seen phone. my phone? No. I could be out in the wilderness and be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. usually have not worked very much. In, in wow. Women <laughs> like you. <laughs> what? <laughs> let's let's oh, chat a little bit about uh, you know the, the new film project uh, that that uh, you, you guys are doing. Uh, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Can you yes. tell us a little yes. bit about that? Yes, that is a film that really dives um, heavily into um, sexual abuse in the household. And mm -hmm. she's being sexually um, 
sexually assaulted by her dad and okay. she's trying to find a way out and okay. she feels that that's um, ultimately the only way out and um it really focuses on the mental health of women who have been sexually abused mm-hmm. um because the the thing is is like i i feel like sorry um, no low battery came in i don't know if i disappeared um but <sighs> I don't think a lot of movie focuses on the mental health aspect of um, right. of those kind of things because it's like when she's like touched by somebody, is she has like a flashback of her of her father, you know, mm. touching her. And mm. I I've I've talked to a lot of women who's been um, sexually abused and just the trauma of this that and how they go from one here to other and and the reason why i'm really interested in doing a movie like this is i just don't think that we appreciate or understand what it's like to be in the mind of a sexually abused woman or teenage girl it's like a war zone because every guy that they talk to i can only imagine the trauma of, of realizing that and just i did when we you know, research this movie, I didn't realize how um, common uh, this kind of thing actually happens to women. And most women who are sexually assaulted are by somebody they know. Um, And it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it's really sickening. Um, But like, so that's the approach we're going with it in this movie. Sorry, I'm trying to plug in my um, no problem. That's, that's what that clicking uh, sound is, huh? Yeah, it's our phone. Like we've been on it all day, uh, running our campaign. <laughs> and, um, but no, it's it's. Um, I really wanted to make sure we we approached more on the mental health of. Like I wanted to do something different that you didn't see every other uh, movie. Like I spit on your grave. It's very hard to watch because you see the rape over and over again. This movie, yeah. you know what's happening without seeing what's happening. I okay. People can t- put two plus two together yeah. and catch that something is happening. I don't want that to be the primary focus. I want more of the of it happening over and over again and her being in a situation she's in and she how she feels like there's no escape. So we're not encouraging no one to go out and murder, but this is a movie that addresses that, you know, women that are not taken seriously enough that are being sexually abused and yeah. left untreated. And like, we just don't really have a lot of um, outlets for women that are going through those things without feeling like they're humiliated. And I just feel like we can do better as a society yeah. Uh, yeah. for women like that. So it's not, it's not, I mean, and that's where like, it turns into a psychological thriller, horror, and like a dramatic film all in, all in one. So it's kind of like, it has like that early nineties feel where you have all three of those blended in a movie. Yeah, so it, it sounds like it becomes a little bit of a, a mirror, kind of reflecting uh, on on uh, that uh, that reality that so many women have have gone. Yeah. It, that that's kind of the one of the beautiful things with with horror is, you know, it's it, it can it, it can put that in your face and, and force you to have to face those those realities. Yeah, but it's like we we're shooting it in such a way where it's not going to feel like it's lecturing you, right? Uh, or where it would turn people away. But I really want when people to watch this movie, I really want people to watch that and just kind of think for a moment of what yeah. you never know what somebody else is going through. Um, yeah. 
The or, reality is, is that most people don't even report it. And right. um, another thing, another thing too, is especially mm-hmm. when it happens within the home, yeah. most kids, I grew up in foster care. So mm-hmm. um, I kind of relate to the story a little bit um, with sexual abuse and things like that. So when it happens within the home, the child is usually scared to report it because they don't, the, the fear of losing their parents. Right. Because they still love their parents. I mean, not even just that, but then like them being put in a situation where it's like they asked for that kind of thing. I, I, I would never understood like for a woman, for the, the tables to be turned, I made it seem like that it's their fault. Um, or the fact that they didn't believe them. And then being in a courtroom and being asked a lot of, and I mean, like very uncomfortable questions in front of a yep. jury. In front of like, and a lot of times women are victimized because of the way that they feel that they, they are feeling they're victimized inside the courtroom because, right. you know, it could be, um, you know, for example, they're going to ask the woman a bunch of questions about, mm-hmm. well, what are they doing? And what were you doing before? And well, what were you wearing? You right. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, those are the things, again, it, it, I mean, I think a lot of women are to that point where that, that they're like, I'd rather just deal with this on my own. And right. that's not the answer. And this is what this movie really focuses and addresses on, mm-hmm. that keeping all of that contained, you're going to blow up. And it's like, yeah. This is the movie that kind of want to express like we got to do something where I mean we can kind of encourage women to come forward. And I also think that the, I hope this movie is to teach like my kids' generation is I really want to encourage men not to rape instead of asking women not to get raped. Right. Well, the funny thing is, is that men sometimes don't understand that there's several different ways that you could possibly rape a woman. And not even know it. Okay. And you're victimizing a woman based on some of the things that you either say to kind of convince them to lay with you and things like that and make them feel like they should do it because, but then later on they regret it because, you know, coercion. Well, make sense. Really, you know, everything. Yeah. So they consent, but then they feel bad about it later. So. Technically, in a sense, you kind of convinced her by rape. Right. <laughs> you know, technically, hmm. <laughs> not not all the way, but you know, just it, yeah. it's a lighter version. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it it definitely sounds like there's there's a a bit of a nuanced conversation in here, but but yeah, I think uh, you know to your point. Um, it yeah, it's definitely a situation that uh, you know, needs you know more attention. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, like what you see with, uh, films like, you know, get out and, uh, you know, yeah, that was yeah, a really good movie the yeah. of her for a solid week. He, we got out the theater and he looked at me and said, put on your seatbelt. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was great. That, that has to be the scariest scenario because that movie really hit points on everything of how it felt as a black man meeting your family. Um, yeah. yeah. I would have voted for Bama three times. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 Here, 
I know, but it's still, it, I mean, but still, just like the whole plan of that, man. That movie was so good. And then I was mad for a solid two weeks, and I'm like, I dated white women all of my life, and oh I my never gosh. thought of this plot. <laughs> you you wish you would have thought of it first, huh? Oh, my God. Like, it's such a great plot. Like, oh, you know, it, it was genius. I'm like, dude, yeah. I can't believe I've never thought of this fucking shit. Like, yeah, or, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. Oh, you're you're you're, you're fucking okay. fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you said you're fucking fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking fine. Well, thank you. <laughs> we're, we're not monetized. It's okay. Okay. Um, good. Yeah. So it, it it sounds like you know that we are right now in 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 horror. I mean, it's it's been this way. Yeah, I think every generation. It's you know kind of reflects on societies and some of yeah you know, some of the the things that uh, you know so many people are. Uh, are dealing with and the anxieties of society and you know uh, like get out is a great example uh, oh you know when I, yeah. when I saw that the scene with the you know like the sunken place I'm like oh my god is that that is an amazing analogy on slavery um you know me I, I just I kind of sat there just dumbfounded it, it was it was really deep like I mean yeah. like it really I mean yeah. I, I didn't realize that movie has so substance to it. And I yeah. mean, that was the thing for me. It That was probably one of the better thrillers I've seen in the 2010s. Like, um, yeah. I would say that and Gone Girl were the best right. two thrillers I've seen in right. the 2010s. And it's Gone Girl is criminally underrated. I don't, I, mm. it was so good. Um, yeah. Rosemary Pike should have been nominated. She should have been nominated for Best Female Actress. Um, I thought she did get an Oscar nod for that. She didn't even get. She didn't even get a nomination. Oh, okay. The um, actress that played in um, Gone Girl. Yeah. She was by far. I don't care what nobody says. She was by far the best female villain. Um, yes. Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. <laughs> right. And you know, going back to uh, you know uh, a good uh, a good girl's guide to murder. I mean, it sounds like you know, you you are also you know trying to approach you know that that top, uh, that topic too. Yes, I mean I am because I feel like either I feel like it goes a little too hard into paint, where mm -hmm. you get like projects like I spend on your grave, and I think yeah. I don't think people need to see it so over and over again to get the hint. I think you can mm -hmm. leave things to people's imagination. People are not stupid, and I think. The right. things people imagine in their mind is far worse than what you can ever show them. Yeah. But with this movie, I really, I mean, the mental health uh, part of women who are sexually abused and how just a simple touch, you don't even realize it, but like yeah. how that makes them react. Um, yeah. And this, when you go untreated and then, you know, all of that is just snowballs into a much bigger like post traumatic issue. stress. Yeah, PTSD. Like right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, that's what this movie really focuses on the PTSD aspect of it. My wife stole yeah. the words off. I was trying to come up with that. I keep saying, but yeah, that's, that's it's exactly. a real thing. Yeah. 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 Very much. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend and I have, have talked about that before. You know, there, there's been years where she's been single and has lived alone and, and you know, will not go to the front door, no matter, you know, who's there. 
Unless and I mean, think about how sad that is that, you know, right. there's people living like that because I mean, something that they have been, they have been violated and mm-hmm. like the system just do not take rape seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's some, I mean, there's a good chunk of people like who was that college kid where he didn't even serve a day in jail. He like literally got the case dismissed. I mean, this happened twice. Right. I mean, Still, there's still rape kids sitting, but dating back to the '70s that never been tested. That's actually been in the newspaper. Yeah. Or, um, well, back when they did do newspaper, but mm-hmm. there was over like, I don't know, it was like thousands, thousands of. Uh, I don't know thousands. the exact number. Sorry, I'm tired too. Um, it was thousands and thousands of rape kids that they hadn't even tested yet, and yeah. because they hadn't tested, is because the victim didn't want to come forward and give um permission for it to be tested i think it was yeah but i mean it, but it's still like things where it haven't been tested and people who sit in a jail that were innocent um that been freed and then they never caught the real actual rapist because they haven't even tested it i mean it's just really crazy and it just goes to show you that i mean they don't look at rape as a priority i mean like look at people like Jeffrey Epstein, who had an island. I mean, we're living in a time where we have surveillance, we have satellites, we have all kinds of stuff. And this man had an island for years and he flown many people on his island and they're still walking away free. No one's being, I mean, indicted. I mean, there's still a lot of people who are on the island who participated in those sex acts that are still walking free to this day. And lots of no one, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, but that's my point. Where yeah. I mean, we don't look at rape as like seriously as it should be, and that yeah. needs to change. No, I totally agree. Um, it, it sounds like you know what you're attempting to do with with this film is is very you know uh, very poignant and uh, you know uh, yeah definitely something yeah messaging that, that needs to get out there and. And uh, more. Well, I, mean, I know, I know too many people who world. have been affected. My wife, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but when mm-hmm. we first got together, she, um, there, she's been sexually something, and I went to mm-hmm. her trial in, in support of her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a daughter. She's 12. I mean, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, me as a man, um, I'm just tired. I, I'm tired of. Like, I mean, once I announced this project, how many women have made, like, messaged me and was like, you have to make this movie? Yeah. Uh, because Good. I was having trouble getting funded. And they were like, I can relate to the story. And they're really showing up and they're really helping getting this movie made. And it's, um, and it, it just really breaks my heart to see how many people have been affected. And yeah. I just can't help but think we can do better. We can right. do better. Right. Well, touching back on the post-traumatic stress, that's a very real thing. Um, And speaking on behalf of my experience, I went through a lot of post-traumatic stress, and there's not very many men who will stay around for that. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Um, So thank you, honey. But, but, um, you know, a lot of women go through it from a traumatic aspect. Um, Yeah a lot and they don't talk about it and they won't right. talk about it. They don't even want to bring it up. So, um, Cause when you lose a certain, when you see, when it's untreated, yeah, it goes on for so long, 
you know, imagine what the mind would go through when you never talk about it and you're always thinking about it and you are always fearing it. So right. that's what this movie, when I read the script and it goes on, it's basically untreated PTSD. Right. Months right. and years after. No, it's years. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, yeah, the, the, uh, the conditions can, you know, just keep going on and manifest and, you know, other ways too that uh, bigger and bigger yes yeah they get they get uh, you know out of control and, and, and so much worse the with with this film you know you've got a uh, an indiegogo campaign to help uh, raise funds you guys have uh you know met your goal and now, now you're doing a stretch uh you know yes stretch goal for 25k yeah nice. we just crossed our first stretch goal this of is 40, our second um sorry it's like it's weird i've moved the camera this way and then it goes the opposite so i'm sorry yeah, it's reversed, you know yeah, i'm sorry for anybody watching i That's swear okay. I, I had a drink um <laughs> but no we so we're working on our second stretch goal and we're hoping <laughs> nice. we're working on that second stretch goal of 25 and so really at this point Everything that we make at this point is just icing to the cake and just to ensure the quality of the film because, I mean, although we have made a wonderful amount of 20000 um, money burns quick when you're working on indie film. Yeah. Um, just the things that, I mean, that eats up your budget, that it's beyond your control and um, getting, every, you know, trying to get everybody to keep people paid and, and then trying to... Uh, it's it's a lot, and I'm just really um, applauded and amazed of how many people donated to our campaign, and especially with so much that's going on in the world and um, the hard times that we are in. And I'm I am grateful. beyond grateful because this society has and gone through so much with COVID and everything like that, and I'm just beyond grateful that. In the inflation, on top of that, and then what? A few months ago, eggs were twenty dollars for a case of sixty. I don't know what it is everywhere else yeah, around the world, like but it was a bucks. lot for I, some eggs. I was like, we're gonna cancel. Yeah. And yeah. eggs is like the main thing people use in their household. So you know, I'm just beyond excited and and thankful that the people that have donated, even though they might not have had much and things like that, you're really supporting a really good film. And yes. I just want to say thanks to everybody because it's it's insane out there gas is, gas prices were high at one point right. and then you know i mean it's crazy and i just i'm thankful that's all i got to say <laughs> i'm so thankful <laughs> yeah it's it, it is uh you know really awesome to see you know people just kind of you know coalesce and support um you know it such is. wonderful creative projects people too yeah, because I mean, there was a few people that was like, I think you're going to do well. And I'm like, dude, uh, sure, most crowdfundings don't do well. And, and I knew that going in, and that's, I was very overwhelming. Yeah. Was like, um, first day alone, we raised like 6,000 bucks. And great. Like great. For, for your other projects, have, have you done, uh, you know, crowdfunding before? We did one crowdfunding before, and I forgot. Um, our campaign manager looked it up, and he was like, it's not bad for how much you raised when you didn't know what you were doing. But uh, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> yeah, that's but, exactly what we raised, said. I mean, our total goal, I mean, we raised uh, about $5,000. Wow. 
Okay, nice. Uh, we what were, was that thirty days or something? There's yeah, we were trying here. to. I know, like yeah, I, I'm picking it up in the lens too. I can see it flying around. <laughs> Thank you. And it's only the females that bite. Yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. Summertime's coming around, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's still pretty cold it's here. Mosquitoes is coming out. Yeah, it's crazy. Why? Y'all opened the window. Oh, yeah, I opened the window. Because yeah. I was hot. That, that, that'll do it. Uh, I, I miss heat. We're here in Colorado. I think we got a high of uh, freezing today. Oh, yeah. Y'all oh, just got hit with a lot of snow, didn't yeah. you? No, not, a, not us. Uh, oddly enough, the West Coast and Texas got hit with uh, with snow. So that was oh, neat. Wow. Yeah, California When I I don't know, when I think of Texas, I think it's always hot. Well, yeah, I think Texas Usually. is a very large state. So like more like East Texas is kind of like Alabama. Oh okay. Um they get all kind of but like West Texas, then that's kind of more like uh El Paso. They, that's more like desert. That's more of the hot part of Texas. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're used to snow, but you know it's we haven't really had much in uh, the last week, you know, couple weeks or so. Yeah, no, Colorado is a place I would like to to visit. I've never been to Colorado, but um, I always wanted to go like to like the springs and stuff like that and just drink water out of the creek. And <laughs> don't don't do that. Do it. but, yes, it's nice to it's nice to to visit. Oh, it's nice to visit. Okay. So the water's not as clean as like they no, say. It is they not. Say, I forgot. Like I heard it. several people say Colorado you can drink Springs. water. Yeah. I Isn't thought... that like a water bottle out here? Uh, so the Manitou Springs is a place where you can drink the mineral mineral water. I do not recommend that. It is. It tastes like sulfur. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, any other place, uh, wherever you get your water, distill it first. Uh, even Sometimes even moving water still has bacteria and harmful things floating through there. Okay. Thank yeah. you for clarifying that because if yeah. you didn't say nothing, I probably would have been that guy like, oh, look, uh, look, oh, look, this tapeworm <laughs> is neat. I'm now eating for two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. E even moving water, I you know, it's yeah, it's supposed to be clean, but it doesn't always. It's not always yeah the case. It depends on what's leaking into the river from uh, above, from uh, further up the river. Oh wow! Yeah, so just just something to be mindful of. But uh, yeah. no, I I thank you because I'm that guy that always you know <laughs> I've heard so many people say you can drink the water, and that, that was the one thing I was looking forward to doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that anywhere at ever. All. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, Don't always just steal your water. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be better off for it. Uh, you know, with the you know with your uh, you know Indiegogo uh, incentives, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know those who are looking to contribute? Uh, what uh, incentives uh, you know they can expect? You want to go? That's you. Oh, about the incentives? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. With the perks and everything? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, if you want your face in the movie, we can put your face in the movie. Nice. And um, you'll also get an IMDb credit. And then we have the voice in the movie. Um, we can do all sorts of stuff with that. Your art in the movie is my favorite perk. Yeah. So, nice. like, if you have, like, product or... 
um, you know, paintings that you want to be shown or, um, you know, music that you want to put in the movie or um, even products such as like clothing and things like that. Your work in the movie, like clothing, uh, jewelry, people make jewelry, Uh, people make earrings. Well, that's jewelry. You know, um, Um, people make all kinds of things and it's basically all sorts of work. We can find somewhere to put it in the movie. Um, I had a person who made, um, shot glasses, you know, we got a, we got a spot for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they put like labels and stuff on on there. The the thing. I look so stunned. (laughs) 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 I got that Rob De Niro meet the parents. It's okay, Greg. Oh my God. There was another person who did um, book writing. Um, we can put that mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, cool. you know, we could have like an actor sitting and reading your book. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yes. Reading your book. Speaking, or, speaking of uh, actors, too, you know, you've got Sherry Davis. Uh, oh, Sherry you know, Davis is incredible. Yeah. yeah. You've got a whole slew of, uh, uh, you know, of uh, you know, cast members, I think. Yeah, Ariana Harris, um, Kylie Opso, um, Lynn, Lowry, Lynn Lowry, Bill Obers cool. Jr. I love Lynn. Yes, Lynn, she has the most soothing voice. She does. If I was like, yeah, in she my could death, really calm yeah. you down or put you to sleep. Exactly. If I was in my deathbed and Lynn was like, it's okay, you're going to pass on. And I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I, I, I would totally go in peace. You know, yeah. you, you ever see that movie, um, The Gray, where. The, the guy was dying, he was bleeding to death, and then like he walks him through it. And he, he was honest with him, he told him he was dying. Yeah, he, he was like, he's just like slipping in the war. I can see Lynn doing something like that. Lynn has a very soothing voice. Nice, Sherry sounds like very I always think, friend. yeah, she's very, very like every time I talk to Sherry, I think I'm in trouble first. I'm like, <laughs> hey, Sherry. So, hey, Shay, so she's like, gonna get a kick out of that. I'm like, <laughs> no, she has like a very, and I told her, I'm like, you gotta have to like because in the script. Through act Please one, don't yell at me. she's very um, in act one, she has to be completely almost sheltered and, and not as outspoken. So, I'm mm-hmm. like, you really got to train yourself to kind of be soft spoken. This act two and three, where you sound like Sherry, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. no, she, she is so like down to earth and just. All of the contact. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm terrible at this camera angle. He's supposed to be. I've been up. Well, I've been. Uh, I'm not the camera guy. I got Charlie Brady for that. Oh no, I mean that's like, right. You I hire that guy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, she. Um, I mean, she's like bought on so much help because she really believes into the yeah, project. Yeah, she's and really been working cool. hard. I can yeah. honestly say I've. I mean, uh, I've never really met an actress. Um, because I've never met her yet, but. Mm. As much as she believes in this project and, and as much as she's really helped um, her and Angela, they really, uh, Angela great. Joseph, um, they really believe in this project. And they, I mean, yeah. they really come up with so many amazing things that they think will make this project elevate. And just seeing, I mean, people who really care about the project and wanted to succeed as much as us is really um, very commendable. And you just don't sometimes um, see that. All the time. Sometimes, um, you know, a lot of people uh, they really, really care about the pro. I mean, the progress of this movie, and it means a lot to us because we're working just as hard. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. The uh, you know when, when you get a group like that, you know, you, you know nothing but uh, but magic can really you know come with it. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it sounds like the you know the online community with crowds uh, crowdfunding is really you know you know backing it as well. When do you guys that start production? Insane. Or June. have you started? No, we start this June. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. We've been ready to shoot this since 2022. <laughs> yeah, nice. Like okay. March of 2022, and it's just, yeah, it's been it's been a process. But like, it's funny how when you meet the right people, yeah, on um, how it everything starts to come together. Ever since um, Sherry's been attached to this project, yeah, this one door after another has just really opened. And um, Ariana Harris, when she read for this part her audition was so perfect she has like a perfect um mixture of innocent but yet um that lily that you really need that is going through what she's going through and the funny thing is, is that ariana harris she looks dead up like anne hathaway oh wow <laughs> so she, yeah she has like that innocent uh look but she did a video last week a promotional video where she was in character and everybody just ate that up it was so good like i didn't realize how creepy she could be uh, yeah. oh i know what you're talking about yeah what like i mean because her audition like, there's somebody's gonna be murdered yeah and she's like and then she scoots to the camera and she's like i tell you what it ain't gonna be me, but she did it in like the softest, went, ah, sweetest ah, ah, voice. Didn't she laugh no, she that? didn't. She didn't laugh after that, that. No, she. But she just. She's like. I mean, like she had like the sweetest little voice to it, and it was just like. But her eyes was very determined. Yeah. And I was just like, holy crap, that is really freaky. Um, but the scene she read for was such an emotional part that you just don't think the average fifteen-year-old have there, and she really. Um, understood her assignment and uh, she, I mean, she's gonna rock this role. Uh, I'm just so excited. I'd imagine a lot of 15 year olds go through a lot, although we think as adults they're like, <laughs> You're not going through nothing, but they really, I, I think they really are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I we we haven't had that conversation. I just know well, our kids are only 12, but yeah, but you got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. But... <laughs> it's coming. I woke my son up. Oops. Uh oh. Uh oh. So. It's okay. Yeah, you're like, it's, it's okay. Nobody move. Don't make any sunny move. Don't you make any lie. Go back to sleep. Yeah, I, I just laugh really. Sometimes I have, my daughter tells me all the time I laugh like Chucky. Ah, nice. I, I would take that as a compliment. Laugh like Chucky. I I mean honestly, I got to tell you a story. When I met Brad Dorf, um, oh, I I met him. I I was so mad because I was working at Domino's at the time, and they wouldn't let me off for that event. And I had to end up working, and I end up um, delivering to the hotel that the Fright Night Film Fest uh, was happening at. And I was not expecting to see him, and I was on the elevator. And as soon as the elevator opened, he walks in and i just yeah. said oh my god it's fucking brad dorf and i dropped the pieces that i was supposed to be delivering and i was like so because i'm such a big fan of yeah. child's play you can ask my parents 
I saw my IMDb. I watched Child's Play every day as a child, like since I was five, all the way up to. I watched that movie every day. I know every line of that movie, every line. And oh. I was obsessed with that movie. What do you I, say? I was like, oh my God, you're Brad Dorf. Yeah, I said, you're fucking Brad Dorf. He just, he smiles. And I said, can I take a picture with you? And he went, absolutely. But he sounded <laughs> dead up like Chuck. I was like, Oh my god! And I got the picture. In the picture, I'm like, I look, <laughs> I, look, I look so stupid. But like, it was such a good photo. It was like, that's cool. He was smiling, that's so cool. All like back and casual. I'm like, that's so cool. That's awesome. Completely starstruck. I was very yeah. starstruck. Out of everybody, that was who I wanted to meet the most because yeah. I just wanted to say thank <laughs> you for traumatizing me. Would you tell uh, the people about the pizzas? <laughs> They didn't have no. Happens. <laughs> well, they got. I mean, they got it eventually. They just was a little hungry, but that was a very yeah. important moment to me. Yeah, it's just an extra minute. No big. They got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it. Compton free. I mean, you yeah, know, it, was going to, it all worked out. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So, so uh, Chase, uh, Samantha, we, we've just got a few more minutes. You know, what else can can you tell us about? Uh, you know, uh, the the new film and uh, the campaign that we haven't touched up on. So uh, there's several other perks. You would really just, uh, if you just go on to the Indiegogo campaign, um, there, I know there's face in the movie. There's an associate producer, which it would be on, on mm-hmm. online on IMDb. Nice. Um, executive as, producer. And executive producer. Um, that's also online in IMDb. Um, and of course we give everybody mm-hmm. shout outs. Um, we're still working on getting everybody's shout outs because we had a lot of donations. So. Uh, it's insane. We're almost at 200 backers. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So we're slowly, you know, giving all the shout outs and things like that. And um, let's see. Um, perks. Um, as far as incentives. <laughs> perks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's a uh, face in the movie, your work in the movie, your art in the film, uh, your voice in the movie. Cool. Um, there's an actor's perk on there. Um, oh, nice. A little walk-on role or... Uh, yeah, like with some dialogue with the actual, um, you know, Bill uh, Burris uh, Jr. and Sherry Davis. and. Basically, me. you get a role with Bill Bill and um, Bill Burst, um, Sherry cool. and Lynn. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a a rolled with uh, lines so cool so if you're interested in being in the film definitely get that one and or call us and we'll coordinate let me move your hand oh (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even realize that was my knee for a second (laughs) it was good i thought you had a you know just a little stuffed leopard or something yeah she's like there's a There's a face in the perk, and um... <laughs> okay, I, oh, I do that from time to time too. Yeah. <laughs> good stretch, good Great stretch. Time. Great time. I tease her all the time. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, like paintings and things like that, we can cool. hang those on the wall. We can do several different angles and shots of those and your product. Uh, we can have an actor or even a main actor um, holding it or using it in any kind of way. So if you have, you know, stuff, 
that mm -hmm. you want in our movie, definitely get the your work in the film. Oh, cool. That that sounds really awesome. Why are you laughing at me? Because you sounded like Will Smith from Bad Boys too. He's like, Martin, you wanna you wanna you wanna show us some stuff? I'm trying to, it's, it's <laughs> Definitely think oh, that uh, you know, personalities. Yeah, everybody's gonna get a kick out of this interview. Yeah. Just, I don't know, like you you really extend your words. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> if you want it sounds like you guys you know, have a wonderful, loving working relationship. You know, I, oh, yes. it, it's yeah. gotta be just yeah, you know, so much fun to to be able to, you know, uh you know, create art not only with your, your significant other. But you know, just with the whole village of people, it works better. We hear, we hear all the time that people cannot stand working with their spouse. I can't work with my husband. Oh my god, I wouldn't even work in the same building with him. <sighs> I mean, I love my wife. I've been with her fifteen years. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like know. Being like, around him. Yeah, I like. He I likes. Like he makes me laugh. He. he yeah. There's just. She makes me serious. But you know what? Opposites <laughs> attract. Oh yeah, I put his butt in line. Nice. Not really, but yeah. Well, but, <laughs> it sounds like just enough to get the thing done, right? Yes. <laughs> I might have to kick him in his butt just just a little bit. Just just a little bit. <laughs> She's clumsy, can't she? Can't even. <laughs> Nobody's sleeping on the couch. I didn't the glasses. She can't even. <laughs> uh, Chase, Samantha, it, it's been great, you know, chatting with you learning more about what you guys are doing and yeah, yeah, my, uh, my hat's off to, you know, you for, you know, such an amazing endeavor in, in creating, uh, you know, this new film. Uh, hey, thank you very much thank you for having us. I don't know if it was supposed to be this goofy. It was a good time though. <laughs> <laughs> well, well he kind of encouraged it with his, his did, intro with the, with the blood splatter, with right. the blood splatter. With, 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 with I the, aim the, to have with fun. The Barney shots. Oh yeah. And the pink paint. Oh, yeah, no, the, the, the Barney purple. Yeah, the, the Barney shots, as, as you put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And we really appreciate you having us on. It was an honor. Yeah. Oh, th thanks. And, and for everybody that tuned in, you know, the, uh, the link uh, for the Indiegogo campaign is scrolling there at the bottom on the tracker there. So make sure you, uh, you do, uh, um, you know, kind of a screen grab. And and go and support support filmmakers support you know amazing art being created to enrich your lives and also you know uh, you know comment on a really tough topic that that really needs uh, more addressing. Yes. Thank you. Thank well, you. I, you appreciate know, I appreciate that. you having us on. I had a great time, as you can tell. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. Fun. Yeah, it's it's so good to be able to connect with you. Um. Yeah, stick around for a few minutes while we, uh, you know, sign off. But uh, again, oh, thanks yeah, for being so generous with your time. All right. Is it the party? <laughs> I don't know. We're going <laughs> to find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, and to everybody that uh, tuned in tonight, uh, thanks so much for uh, for tuning in and, uh, you know, learning more about uh, you know, Chase and Samantha. And, uh, of course, to our sponsors, to... Mutiny Information Cafe. If you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. And of course, our friends at uh, Hellfire Entertainment. Thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media to Groovy TV. And of course, uh, to Angela and Angela Joseph uh, Productions and uh, Bill at uh, Alien Donut Films. And of course, uh, my producers, 
Lily Fisher, Amanda Armstrong, and Stefan Santa Cruz. Thanks for putting up with my shit. And uh, everybody <laughs> out there, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, remember after this broadcast, go support their Indiegogo campaign. You know, yes. give yeah, give them more money and and, and uh, yes. you know, make an amazing film and be part of the village that makes it. All right, uh, everybody out there, have a good night. Take care and be well. Stay spooky, everybody. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.